Good morning. It is Monday, January 8th. Here's what we're working on. Hamilton police are investigating an assault in central Hamilton that sent one man to hospital. Access to the St. Catharines GO station is going to be disrupted for the next six weeks. Simone Gavros is on this story for us. They won't fear it. And Oppenheimer dominated the Golden Globes. Until they understand it. Good morning and welcome back to normal for most people. Schools are back in, most businesses are back open now. It's going to be busier on the roads. And yeah. today is going, so I drop my pen. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I have my pen. talk without a pen. I have it. Oh. <laughs> when I don't drop it. Um, so today's going to be fine. Tomorrow's the issue, isn't it, Brian? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. tomorrow will be uh, an interesting day. We'll call okay. it interesting. Okay. Right. Yeah, because we could get snow changing to rain as the day goes on. Now, we're not looking at a lot of snow, two to four centimeters. Oh, is that it? Okay. Yeah, but that, uh, that's in the morning, so that'll cause some problems for the roads. And then it's going to cycle into rain as the temperature warms up, and we could go from two to four centimeters to 10 to 15 millimeters of rain as the day goes on. So it's going to be a, a moisture laden system that's going to approach the Great Lakes. Not going to bother us today, not tonight. It's going to be during the day tomorrow as the temperature climbs and we get that mixing precipitation for the day. Today there has been some flurries to start the day. Uh, it's tapering off right now, just some uh, cloud cover at the moment. Temperature on the freezing mark at zero. We're going to climb to the plus side today. We should hit plus three for the day. So we'll talk about the forecast details coming up. Yeah, you're going to notice a big difference on the roads today. Everybody's pretty much getting back to it. Um, schools are back in. The big yellow things are going to be on the roads once again. Uh, so uh, as far as traffic is concerned, nothing here at the 403 and Waterdown Road. Nikola Tesla Boulevard toward the Skyway looks good. Other side of the Skyway at North Shore Boulevard all the way through Third Line. That's just a, a few cameras. That's pretty much how it looks this morning. So could be some greasy, slippery roads because of that light flurry activity that we have had. It's tapering off and we'll look at the forecast and traffic in detail coming up in just a few minutes right now the news and we start in Hamilton because police are investigating alleged assault in the central Hamilton that took place last night shortly after 10 police were called to the area near East Avenue North and Robert Street so on arrival they found a man suffering from serious injuries he was taken to hospital police are now asking for any witnesses or anyone who may have security footage of the area to please reach out to them Three people have been arrested after an assault in downtown Hamilton. It happened Saturday. Members of the Emer Hamilton Police Emergency Response Unit were called to a city housing building on Jackson Street West. It's right next door to where our former CHCH studios were. Tenants were kept away from the building for several hours. There's no word yet what prompted that assault or who was arrested. Just a reminder, as things do get back to normal on this uh, Monday for your commuters, the Burlington Canal lift bridge is fully closed to all traffic. Public Services and Procurement Canada says the bridge is expected to be shut down to drivers, pedestrians and cyclists until March 20th. So this is the last phase of rehabilitation on the nearly 62-year-old bridge. So the deck grading is being replaced and the pedestrian and cyclist pathways are being widened. The Burlington Skyway Bridge, that is the main detour. Climate change is having an effect on several Hamilton parks. 
Too much rain and not enough snow are creating drainage problems this time of year. Neighbors have complained about standing water at Eleanor Park. It's on Hamilton's East Mountain near Upper Gage and Rymel Road. Hamilton's manager of Parks and Cemeteries says the city is working on drainage solution at this and other parks. She says when some of Hamilton's parks were built, they weren't designed to maintain and manage the amount of water the city is seeing now. Some parks may have to be re redesigned, but in the meantime, surface areas are being replaced and more drainage pits are being dug. I want to take you to BC now because the RCMP say rescue crews have located the wreckage of a missing helicopter in Glacier National Park. This is near Revelstoke in British Columbia. Police say the helicopter's lone occupant was killed in this crash. The investigation is now shifting to determine why the chopper went down. The Transportation Safety Board and the BC Coroner Service are set to assist in the investigation. The Mounties report that the helicopter, which was first reported missing back on Friday, was found after crews were dispatched to locate an emergency transmitter. A spokesperson for Marine Forces Pacific says the helicopter was on its way from Calgary to Sycamus, BC, when it went missing. Now to the other side of the country, where people in Nova Scotia are fighting to preserve the province's pioneer cemeteries. In rural Cape Breton, a secluded and overgrown cemetery is slowly crumbling away. The warden for Victoria County says the cemetery there is the final resting place for descendants of the Scots who settled in Nova Scotia during the late 1770s. He says the county has about 20 abandoned graveyards, many of them being eroded away by rivers, lakes or the open ocean. Author Steve Skaft, who is seen restoring one of the graveyards in this video, says he's made it his mission to resurrect the monuments, adding he and other cemetery sleuths have found over 100 forgotten graveyards. City of Toronto says one of its construction crews has found ancient human remains from an indigenous burial ground. A crew working on a water service line Friday in the city's east end contacted Toronto police after finding the remains. An anthropologist assessed the scene and found that the remains are from an indigenous burial ground that is marked in the area. Police say they remained on scene to preserve the area and the remains pending further direction from the anthropologist. The city says construction is now halted while the investigation is ongoing. Well, starting tonight, Metrolink says some Lakeshore West GO trains will bypass the St. Catharines station for about six weeks. Simone Gavros joins us from that station now with more on why the routes are being reaffected. Hi, good morning, Annette. Well, yes, I'm here at the St. Catharines Go, Go Train Station, and that's where some of these routes are going to be affected. That's going to start tonight, and it's supposed to go until February 22nd. Now, here's a look at some of the routes that are going to be affected as they come in from the Lakeshore West line. There's the 7.30 p.m. train to Niagara Falls, the 9.34 p.m. train to Union Station, and the 12.44 a.m. train to Niagara Falls. That's going to be during the week. And then on weekends, there's the 6.55 5 p.m. train to Niagara Falls and the 846 train to Union Station. Now, access to the station will be limited during this time while CN Rail starts daily repairs on the Seaway Bridge. The work is not expected to impact via rail service to and from Niagara Falls. Now, if you are arriving or departing during this window of time, there is going to be a GO bus that's available at St. Catharines Fairview Mall as well to help with those connections. Tim, I'll send things back to you. Awesome. Thanks, Simone. Let's get into Sportsline. Final regular season Sunday in the NFL. No short of drama. 
Good news for Bills Mafia because of Jacksonville's loss earlier in the day. Their game in Miami wasn't a win or go home game, but it still had plenty of meaning. Sends Deontay Hardy all the way back to the five. Has some space. Takes off. Look out, Hardy. Gets a block downfield. Hardy's going to go. He's in midfield. Nobody's going to catch him. Nobody did catch him. And thanks to that 96-yard punt return touchdown by Deontay Hardy. That tied the game at 14 early in the fourth quarter. And it was the jolt Josh Allen the Bills needed as the Buffalo pivot would hook up with Dawson Knox a little bit later for the game-winning score. Buffalo beats their rivals from Miami 21-14. And after sitting at 6-6 six six after week 12, they reeled off five straight wins to win the AFC, AFC East over Miami. So they're now going to host a wildcard game at Orchard Park Sunday against Pittsburgh. While the Dolphins, they have to travel to Kansas City to face the Chiefs. The other AFC wildcard game has Houston hosting Cleveland on Saturday. So what about the NFC? Dallas is going to be the two or the three seed, most likely. Third and three. Pass to Ricks. And he finds the goal line for the touchdown. Playoff pitcher set there, too, is the Green Bay Packers were the last one to clinch as Jordan Love tossed a couple touchdowns in the pack. They become the youngest team in history to book a spot in the postseason, beating their rivals, Deb Bears, 17-9. And they'll head to Dallas to face the Cowboys Sunday. In one NFC wildcard game, LA Rams are in Detroit and the struggling Eagles head to Tampa in the other NFC game. Out on the run, Scotty B. It doesn't go quickly, scoops it up. Pascal finds Barrett, why not? Oh, Mississauga's finest. Yeah, he was mighty fine. RJ Barrett. It was all about him and Golden State last night for the Toronto Raptors. The newly acquired local kid had one of his best games as a pro against Steph Curry and the Warriors. Barrett would drop 37 points. Just one off teammates Chris Boucher's record 38 points for most by a Canadian in a Raptors uni. This one all Toronto. 133-118 the final. They've now won 3 of 4 since Barrett and Emmanuel quickly came over from the New York Knicks. Speaking of Curry though, he was held to a season low 9 points and 0 for 9 from beyond the arc for the all-time Three-point leader, Raptors now head to La La Land to face LeBron and the Lakers tomorrow night. Never thought of that one before, the <laughs> waterbed fundraiser. Nick Lardis, stop, rebound, Ben Acker scores! All the Bulldogs needed was some good old home cooking and a rocking crowd at the Civic Center to get back on track as Merrick Van Acker would tie up the game at the end of the second and Calvin Crombie would score the winner coming up right here in the third. Dogs get back in the win column after dropping two straight in North Bay and Sudbury on Thursday and Friday. They beat Mississauga 4-2. They welcome Ottawa into town on Friday. Crane gets belted as he rolls one down low. Puck will come free for LaVosco! A nice effort by uh, the Ice Dogs as well on home ice as they would go up 3-0 uh, on Windsor at the Meridian Center on Sunday. Go on to beat the Spitfires 5-2. Mike Levin would lead the way with a couple of goals. Niagara also made a trade after the game, acquiring goalie Charlie Robinson for draft picks and defenseman uh, Bronson Ride. Trade deadline in the OHL. That goes Wednesday at noon.
Hey, welcome to another Monday. It's the uh, 8th of January here. We'll start with traffic and then we'll get to our forecast. There's nothing to see in traffic this morning. Still really light uh, volume, 403 and Waterdown Road area. No problems right there. We'll show you some MTO traffic cameras. We'll go to the QEW at Glendale. Nothing to see through St. Catharines, Niagara area moving nicely. Nikola Tesla Boulevard, East or Brand Street. We're just kind of flipping you through some cameras here. Here's the Ford plant all the way through Cothra. Pretty light volume and no collisions right now. Temperature this morning sitting right on the freezing mark. We're at zero at the moment. Winds are fairly light from the west southwest. Humidity is right up there 100%. The skies are cloudy. We had some flurries earlier. Air quality problems today? Nope, no problems in the low risk category for the day. Okay, for school, yes, getting back to school today. We'll have a mainly cloudy sky. Some flurries this morning. Still possible, but a plus side high today. We're going to hit three degrees. Now watch what we are expecting. This is interesting. We have some sunshine today. Cloudy skies tonight. Oh, but look at this coming at us. Snow beginning and then cycling into rain, and that could be heavy rain as the afternoon goes on. This is a moisture laden system that's going to come up at us from the southwest, as you can see. So it's going to push that area of precipitation through us tomorrow with two to four centimeters and then 10 to 15 millimeters of rain as that low goes up by us to the north. So uh, looking at temperatures for the day today, today we're looking at above the freezing mark, two for Niagara Falls, but four for St. Catharines, three degrees for the rest of the horseshoe, Hamilton, Burlington, a little light flurry activity this morning. Tonight temperatures will fall to minus one to minus three, but temperatures are going to go up. We could hit zero. Niagara could hit plus two by tomorrow morning, and then tomorrow temperatures go to six degrees for Niagara, uh, two to four to three degrees this end of the lake, two to four centimeters of snow in the morning, and then it cycles into that heavier rain for the afternoon, maybe 10 to 15 millimeters. But out the door this morning, it is cloudy. We do have light winds, temperature on the freezing mark at zero. Long range coming up in that, Tim. Okay, but now we say good morning to Emily Vukovic. What's coming up in Chit Chat? Good morning. Well, of course, we talk about the Golden Globes. Mm -hmm. Now, for most of us, it's way past our bedtime. Mm -hmm. But, Tim, I know you tuned in, so mm -hmm. we've got some gossip and we've got some bad hosting duties mm -hmm. to talk about. I had a tea after dinner. I don't normally do that, and it kept oh. me up. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Bad one idea. Tea, one tea <laughs> kept me up. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Getting old, eh? Uh, so I, I actually watched most of the show. Wow. <laughs> so I, did, I, I, I have some thoughts. I, well, let's discuss yeah. this. Okay. Uh, interesting thoughts We've of what got maybe lots the, to discuss what coming the up. Golden Globes should maybe be. Uh, okay, we'll see you in a little bit over at the couch. Okay, coming up after the break in business news, why Honda may be looking at Canada for a big investment. Six sixteen on your Monday morning in overseas trading. Canadian dollar is down a dozen basis points to seventy four point seven two cents U.S. Gold is down fifteen dollars and sixty cents. Crude has dropped a dollar sixty eight to seventy two dollars and thirteen cents a barrel. Checking midday trading in Europe. Markets are down in London and Paris, but up in Frankfurt. My turn. Off to Asia we go. Markets are closed in Tokyo, but down in Hong Kong and Shanghai. What about North American markets? Well, last week, some gains across the board. Nothing substantial on Friday. Let's see how they start off this brand new trading week. Look at this. Monday, January the 8th. Well, the Japanese news outlet is reporting that Honda could invest upwards of 18.4 
billion dollars in Canada for an electric vehicle plant. Nikkei Asia says Honda is considering building both a vehicle and a battery plant to catch up in the EV market. The report says Honda is looking at several sites, including next door to its existing plant in Alliston, Ontario. A decision is expected by the end of the year. Canadian housing market could be in for a rebound this year. That's the forecast coming from economists after a year of caution and shifting expectations spurred by rising borrowing costs. So, of course, it could all depend on whether the Bank of Canada begins cutting its key interest rates from the current level of 5% as early as the second quarter of this year. Economists predict that lower rates could bring more housing activity and small price increases over the second half of the year. Poland State News Agency says farmers and truckers have ended a protest at the border to Ukraine after reaching a deal with the Polish government. The new Polish government has maintained support for Ukraine during its war with Russia. Farmers had complained that imports of Ukrainian foods have caused prices to fall, and truckers say they were being undercut by their Ukrainian counterparts. So this deal signed over the weekend says the agriculture minister accepts the demands of the farmers. They wanted a corn production subsidy worth the equivalent of $250 million Canadian, a lower agricultural tax and better loan conditions. So as one door opens in Poland, another closes in Germany. Farmer, farmers are now blocking highway access in parts of the country after gathering for a week of protests. So they're rallying against the government's plan to scrap tax breaks on diesel used in agriculture. Chancellor Olaf Scholz's unpopular three-party coalition infuriated farmers last month by drawing up plans to abolish a car tax exemption for farming vehicles and the diesel tax breaks. The government climbed down partially last week, saying that the car tax exemption would be retained and the cuts in the diesel tax breaks would be staggered over three years. But the German Farmers Association said it was still insisting on both plans being reversed fully and would go ahead with a week of action starting today. The electric vehicle unit of troubled Chinese property developer Evergrande says its vice chair has been detained by police. Evergrande New Energy Auto announced the detention of Leo Yangzhou in a notice to the Hong Kong Stock Exchange this morning after its shares were suspended from trading. That followed news over the weekend that a major shadow bank in China that has lent billions to property developers filed for bankruptcy liquidation. Now, Evergrande has been in crisis after defaulting on its debt obligations a couple of years ago, that's caused turmoil in the markets. It's in the midst of restructuring that includes selling off assets to avoid defaulting on more than $340 billion in debt. China has announced sanctions on five American defense-related companies in response to U.S. arms sales to Taiwan and sanctions on Chinese companies and individuals. So a foreign ministry statement issued yesterday says the sanctions will freeze any properties the companies have in China and prohibit organizations and individuals in China from doing business with them. China regards the self-governing island of Taiwan off its east coast as a renegade province that must come under Beijing's control at some point in the future. It's unclear what impact, if any, the sanctions would have on the companies as American defense contractors generally don't sell to China. Okay, got the shovel out yesterday. I did too, like a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Just so I got a little the old bit. shovel out. Well, we need the shovels in our future. Oh, Brian Woods stopping by to let us know after the break. 
Time to have a look at the roads here this morning. 624 on this Monday again. Here's the QEW at Mountain, uh, pardon me, at Martindale going through St. Catharines, and there's not a lot to see there. Uh, different story here uh, coming off the Skyway Bridge going past North Shore Boulevard. This was stopped just about two minutes ago. Now it's starting to roll a little bit more, so getting pretty busy as you head toward Fairview. Uh, we'll flip ahead to uh, Oakville Camera at Third Line. Here's Aaron Mills Parkway and into the 403 going through Mississauga. This is just west of Mavis. Pretty light volume so far today. Temperature right now, yeah, it's a little dicey temperature at the freezing mark, and we have, have had some precipitation, so take care on the roads. Zero Hamilton, minus one Grimsby, one and two for Mississauga to Toronto. So uh, sometimes for the day today, 751, it goes down 501, gaining sunshine. Well, not a lot of sunshine, but at least we're gaining daylight. Those are our seasonal temperatures and records for today. And for school today, by first bell this morning, should be about minus one. We're sitting at the freezing mark right now, but so it could dip a little bit. So uh, a mainly cloudy sky and then three degrees for after school today. So today, no problem. That flurry activity has been this morning and that should taper off. But three today, minus three tonight, but temperatures rising overnight as this next low pressure system moves towards us. That's going to give us two to four centimeters throughout the early part of the day tomorrow and then cycling into rain and that could be 10 to 15 millimeters. So a wet day tomorrow. And plus two plus one on Wednesday. Some mixing still in evidence there. Uh, chance of some flurries uh, Thursday, Friday. Not a lot of sunshine this week and even into Saturday. But Sunday we should see just a little bit as temperatures get colder. That's your forecast. Annette, Tim. The title for this next story from Jonathan, our writer, Terror of the Seas. Yes, I thought it was a cruise ship <laughs> disaster. <laughs> but it could be, this is like a box office winner, I think, yes. right? So there are a lot of scary creatures in the deep sea, and we're very glad these predator worms have not been one of them for millions of years. So scientists have discovered fossils of the previously unknown worm species during expeditions in Greenland. They named the worms Timor bestia, which is Latin for terror beasts. The worms existed about 518 million years ago, and they're believed to be some of the earliest carnivores. The study authors believe that they would have been close to the top of the food chain, nearly 30 centimeters long, about a foot. They're believed to be some of the largest swimming animals of the Cambrian period. Scientists believe they dominated the oceans until anthropods came along. Yeah, what would Aquaman do against one of those terror? Yeah, terror beasts. Terror, but they're, terror beast. They're only about a foot long, but imagine a swarm of them. <laughs> yeah. Aquaman 3 right there. There we go. There we go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jason Momoa and the terror, and the beast. terror beast. Okay. One half hour down as we get back to work, school, whatever you're up to, maybe just getting home from work. Hello. Hi. Uh, we'll be back in a couple minutes.